Baby Leia, stop it. <laughs> She's just been uh, a delight. Down. I'm sorry, I have to do this. You almost made me spill my, my stuff, though, and that's not okay. Down, girly. Go, go, go lay down. Good baby. Welcome back to Mindwave. Uh, we have a very, very special episode today. Uh, we're doing something different. Uh, this studio has been doing something very different. Uh, and it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of magic. I don't know what, your, your track's not, hold on. <laughs> okay, there's, there she blows. Arg. So a very special guest today. Uh, the first legit artist I've ever had the honor of producing. Miss Sasha, welcome to the show. Hi, say, everyone. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> okay, I'll try to be professional. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, you put sugar in front of me, so now I'm... <laughs> well. Mm. And you brought me lemony ice, which I'm like, <clears throat> super yummy. It's I know. <laughs> so people in, in podcast line are going to be like, what's that sound? Oh, it's just us having our stuff. <laughs> having our snack. We've been working all day, guys. We deserve a snack. Yeah. That was a marathon. What mm-hmm. we just got through, that was a <laughs> fucking marathon i'm proud of us we did good i'm super proud of us what is it it was five days five days and 13 songs in the first three days we were only here like four hours mm. <laughs> i cannot wait for people to hear this album frankly because it's just it's just too too damn good i mean it's just Cue the feels. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. They Co- can't see it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Couple songs on this album, though, uh, definitely <laughs> get me in, in in that spot. In like they're like, okay, I ne- I I just need to have feelings now. That's good. I'm glad. After what I just heard, I just need to have feelings and everybody needs to leave me alone. That means I did my job right. I mean, I made the people's feel, so. You sure did. Uh, I was thinking about shutting off that cooler. Fuck it. Uh, I don't care. It's a podcast. (laughs) We're having fun. So, um... Gosh, I guess I, I guess I'm supposed to host. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> We're I, never, I, I never script any of this shit. And, and I gotta occasionally go like, oh yeah, I should probably go, welcome to the show. Today my guest days. Uh, and I don't like making those kind of shows. Just cause well, you already did that, so we got that well, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It just seems fake. You know, it's just, it's just, for me anyway, it's better to just capture real life happening. Mm-hmm. And to share that <laughs> with the world, but for anybody who's not familiar with you already, um, <clears throat> who are you? No pressure. <laughs> God, that's one of those questions, isn't it? Like, it can be really literal or really metaphorical. Uh, I'm Miss Sasha, and uh, I'm a country music singer songwriter, and my show mainly is. 60s to 90s music and I put some some of my own that I write in there when people allow it and uh, it's just me and my guitar and my daddy who goes with me everywhere but (laughs) the show is just me and my guitar and that's kind of what we wanted to capture with the album and you've been the first person to really like let me do that make it like a live show because that's where I think I shine the best Mm mm-hmm yeah, you were mentioning the the, the uh, whole needing an audience there, needing like a listener mm-hmm. there to play, right? I'm kind of kind of similar, but I'm I'm also on the opposite end of the spectrum to where like I play best when I'm just kind of like alone, 
in my dark little cave and nobody can see me and nobody can hear me that's usually when i find the courage to play stuff hence under the covers you are one of the i think maybe two or three people who've heard bits of under the covers i so. like it you should you should let more people hear you should I, get out there and do it i know i know I it's know. hard and i know it sucks and i know but you're good and you know what you're doing I like to pretend to sometimes. <laughs> I like all, to pretend like I know what I'm life doing. Is. I'm a professional. <laughs> One of my favorite things someone told me was that they didn't even realize how they got the job they got. I don't even remember who it was. But they they just walk in every day and they just act like they know what they're doing and they haven't gotten fired yet, so they're like, I must be doing something right. I don't know I don't know anything, but I act like I do and people seem to come to me for help, so I think that's all life is, is just acting like you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Fake it till you make it, baby. That's mm-hmm. that's uh, And always take the would easier Would be the way Studio Stargazer can. motto if it wasn't per esperad estra. It would be fake it till you make it. Uh, I invented an imaginary studio. No, there's a sign. It's real. And there's yeah. chairs. We're sitting there. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're there <laughs> right now, kids. Coming to you live from Bisbee, Arizona. It's Studio Stargazer. Welcome to Mindwave. Oh, wow. Well, <clears throat> but, yes, back to what you were saying before I diverted us. I I felt like this place was easier to record than some other studios for myself. And it's probably, in some circumstances, not the most professional thing. Because you should just be able to like turn it on no matter who's there or what's there. But I feel like for an album that's just me. If there was a band there, I think it would be cool. It would be okay. But... For just me sitting there with my guitar, I needed someone to play to because it's, I don't know, it helps helps bring it out of me more. I can, I can play a show to nobody, but when I listen to those tracks of me playing in my room or doing whatever by myself, it feels like there's something missing. There's some, maybe not even necessarily emotion or maybe not even anything people, other people can hear. But for my sanity, I wanted, I wanted to be able to, have it feel like I'm really doing it you know I don't I don't know if that makes any sense but when I listen to recordings of myself alone I don't feel the same emotion as I feel when I'm listening to recordings of with other people in the room even if there's one person I can play to one person the bartender or like my dad goes with me everywhere to show so I'll, I'll play to my dad and he's heard every song a million times but he still sits there and listens and it bring it helps bring it out and feeding off of other people helps everyone feel everything you know i don't know <laughs> yeah no steve you steve you've been a champ yeah he's here guys uh, he's sitting right next to me yes say 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 hello uh, say hello <laughs> hi everybody <laughs> that's my dad he's amazing he um we're gonna give you accolades right now wow. he's <laughs> He's everything but but sitting on stage. So he's my sound guy. He's my security. He's my bus driver. He helps me load in and out all the stupid heavy equipment because I don't know why some of that's so heavy. And he packs it all in our little tiny car because it's good on fuel mileage. And I don't know, you're, you're just always there for me. Cause like I said, when I'm playing to nobody, at least I have you to play for. Mm-hmm. And then you never, you never get sick of them. You've heard all of the songs 10,000 times and you've never once gotten sick of them. Or at least you haven't told me you're sick of it. <laughs> no, not yet. <clears throat> you're very lucky. I'm saying that sentence to both of you. <laughs> like, you're both very lucky. I'll uh, be the first one to say that that guy right next to me, my dad, is my bestest friend in the whole wide world. So I th- I'm, I might not always, always be 1,000% aware of it, but at least I'm aware enough to know, like, I'm, I am lucky. Because there's not a lot of people out there that can honestly say, like, I like, and not only do I love my dad, I like who my dad is, and I like to spend time with him. Like, this whole week we've been staying in our family RV, just him and me, and it has been so much fun. <laughs> like, my mom pre-packed dinners for us, and we're like, oh, what do you want for dinner? Oh, I don't know. And then we make dinner together, and then we sit and we watch TV. Like, we've been watching reruns of Cheaters <laughs> this week. <laughs> And we just sit there, watch TV together until we're both tired, and then we go to bed, and then we do it all the next day. Do it all again. Mm-hmm. I, and I, 
it might seem boring to some people, but I enjoyed that. And I enjoy it just sitting there, like I said, just watching TV with him. I mean, he's a cool dude. You're a cool dude. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Agree. Unbiased opinion. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> and we had Leia here all week with us, too. Oh, yeah. The studio she's, doggo. She's been um, mostly good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's been really good about when I get frustrated, she comes and lays in my lap. And then I chill out. <laughs> she squeaked a single bark into uh, the Christmas song. Mm-hmm. So, future reference, good listener. Uh, yeah, that that's baby Leia. I tell you, that's studio baby. She's been studio baby forever. Um, she, I mean, she's good. I mean, there's some dogs that, like, my dogs could never... I wanted one to be a stage dog so bad, but none of my dogs are well-tempered enough. Mm. It hurts my heart, because I just want one to sit there. But I, I liked having her around. Princess Leia has been very, very good. And she is the princess of the studio. Absolutely. The <laughs> uh, studio's been just basically in my bedroom for pretty much the whole, the whole of the pandemic. It's always just been a home studio, and I just only do it for me. So having a, a brick and mortar location, having a real spot to do it in the real world with other people is really special. Yes. And I'm glad. I hope you get lots and lots and lots of more business. I've already tried to send a person or two your way. Hopefully I'll find more for you, but Oh yeah. No guarantees. Like I said, I'm a I'm a fairly um hermity kind of person myself. Mm. Or, or I should say all my friends who are musicians are no longer in this state, so I can't really help with getting other musicians here. Well, let me clarify. Not all of them, but a good portion of my friends that are musicians are not even on this side of the country. Most of my best friends are on the other side of the planet. I've got a bunch right. of friends, friends in England, France, Italy, China. <laughs> That's the, cool. The people who I relate to most our like culture we have like r- a close relationship uh none of those people are like real life people around the neighborhood they're like mm-hmm. all they all happen to be on the other side of the world <laughs> in a different time zone uh that's another part of the weird studio thing is that <laughs> i usually work uh i'm nocturnal this is mm-hmm. so studio stories are is like you know, my peak hours are like from like 1 a.m. to 5, 6 a.m. <laughs> Crazy yeah. times. That's pretty close but to me. <laughs> for England, that's like, they're like, that's their morning. So I'm like, oh, good morning, mate. Hello. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I'm a night person too, but I'm not that much. I try to get to bed or try to like be off the phone trying to sleep around 3-ish. Because I want to get up the next day. <laughs> my dad and my brother are morning people. And my mom and I are night people. So I try to like, even, I, I do my best writing. I do all my writing at night. So I try to do that. And still get to bed by like 3-ish. So then I can wake up by like 11-ish. Sometimes it's noon. Sometimes it's 11. And sometimes, very rare occasion, I have to be up earlier. But, so I'm kind, I'm kind of close to your awake time so i was happy to set my alarm for this i'm like yeah i will i'm definitely setting my alarm for that to make sure uh that i'm there for that otherwise i would just i'd I'd just be asleep yeah i got (laughs) you literally nothing else going on so i appreciate you getting up early for me i got up well not early i got up right around when i should be getting up to come see no i got Mm. I got a little bit early, yeah. I think it was like 10.30 instead of 11, so. That's why I wasn't just an angry little witch when I come in here every morning, because it was pretty close to my awake time. And I came with a big thing of coffee. (laughs) And I brought a big fucking bottle of whiskey, which is now empty, which is a little sad. I'm going to have to go to the store. Only the second one this week. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, I can kill one of those easy uh, in a night if I'm not careful. Because I just, I fall in love with the universe so much. With great art, great stories, great human beings.
beings on earth I just I, I'll, I'll keep going I'll keep going and then go oh fuck imaginary watch oh shit yeah I've had, yeah I'm like 13 hours in now you pulled an all-nighter for this already once mm. yeah at least one I think it got yeah like a couple really crappy hours of sleep but i want to say it wasn't my fault i told you to go to bed it wasn't me that said stay up all night and get this done it was you who stayed up of your own will i want everyone to know that it's not my fault because i needed to i needed to i needed to feel the album i needed to stay up and listen to it ten thousand times <laughs> god bless you i could never i to anyone out there in computer world wherever you're listening uh you can get sick of your voice <laughs> you can get sick of your songs that you've written because i'm i'm there i'm giving i told i warned you and i will say it one more time i am not listening to this until you tell me it's time to review it again because <laughs> i am sick of myself if i could crawl out my own skin and run away i would because i'm so sick of it but you got a live show tomorrow <laughs> Oh yeah, I got a yeah, I got a live show tomorrow. I don't know when you're posting this, but tomorrow Sunday, one to four at the Thirsty Lizard. In, the Thirsty Lizard in McNeil. Is it is it McNeil technically, or is it Bisbee? I always it's, was told it was McNeil, but I'm not sure. The address is listed as McNeil, but it's not within the city limits of McNeil. It's just outside the city limits of Bisbee, so it's technically. Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's just ca- county land. So, um, um, just go on Google Maps and type in Thirsty Lizard <laughs> yep, in yep. Arizona, and then that one. Come to if that one. If you're ever in southern Arizona and you want a good burger, I would highly recommend the Thirsty Lizard for any of the 25 burgers. Oh, yeah. They're, I had someone try the peanut butter and jelly burger. Is that uh, it? The, the peanut butter pickle. Oh yeah, yeah. My friend. It sounds so gross. I've I've heard amazing things, but yeah, uh, no, I I am not adventurous enough. But I had a friend out of state come and try it, and they said it was really good. It was peanut butter something, but yeah, peanut butter pickle. Yeah, it, it's. They said it was good. Peanut but. butter pickle and cheddar, which just sounds like the worst combination imaginable, but apparently it's amazing. I will. Um, I will vouch for. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. You can continue. <laughs> uh, the the pizza ball things. Those are really donkey good. balls. Those are my donkey balls. Oh, uh, I love me some donkey balls. <laughs> those are good. I get those without the marinara sauce. I just have. I just. Mm. <laughs> those are good. Oh man. And some of my favorite bartenders work at the Thirsty Lizard. So. Mm-hmm. Good peoples. Good peoples. Most of them, for as long as we can keep them. <laughs> it's hard to keep the good ones. But, you know, it's it's been a constant challenge. A- anywhere out here, I mean, it's it's hard to find people who want to work because they genuinely love what they do. Everybody just wants to be miserable piece of shit. I, I can't believe I have to go into work today. I'm like, well, why do you have that job then? Just stop. Just quit. <laughs> if you don't love what you do, stop it and it, go do what you love. Eventually, it'll make money. But until then, you can just live in the poor house <laughs> with the rest of us. <laughs> mm. uh, I, I'm living proof of that. <clears throat> I always think that good things will come when it's time. When it's time, the things will happen. Like it when it was time... A studio fell into my lap that was within my budget <laughs> and wanted to do it my way. And I think, too, part of my problem in the past was that I was, how do I put this? I was not indecisive, but I was younger, and so I was more timid with what I wanted. I was willing to take more of other people's input and let it encroach of on my vision for things and you've just kind of been like hands up like whatever you want <laughs> which is cool it's worked very well i think for us no absolutely you you are the artist you are the first word and the last and that's how studios should work they often don't work that way 
which is one of the things, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here being one of the people trying to fix that, mm-hmm. um, to get all studios to work like this. You know, I, I just, it's been fun too. That's the big thing. It hasn't felt like work. It's been fun. It's play. It's playtime. Yeah, yeah, totally. It does not feel like work. When you love, when you genuinely love what you do and you're having fun, it does not feel like work. And Today was though for me. <laughs> <laughs> little bits. We're we're just uh, we just for for the listener. We just wrapped. Uh, kind of kind of. We just got through the the blue run. On the album so very very little to do Yay. uh left just small teeny teeny tiny tweaks and a little bit of sound design but um what is the album called and when can the listener expect to be able to hear it because i want to share it now but uh obviously i'm not going to do that <laughs> you're mean um well, I don't know what it's going to be called exactly yet, but one of my songs is called Honky Tonk Angels. So I was thinking of calling it, I'm going to research it to see which one I, I like better. But it's going to be called I'm a Honky Tonk Angel or Thank God for Honky Tonk Angels, something like that. And I can see the album cover, so it's going to be something like that. So don't try and change my mind. <laughs> and I don't know when it's going to be out yet. So as soon as you give me the fi- or we agree on the finals. I'm going to, um, yeah, I got to submit to copyright, but to submit to copyright, I have to have all my single artwork done. So I'm going to take a day or two break after I get home on Monday, let myself go. And then, and then I'm going to start, I already have most of them planned out, but I'm going to start actually like taking, stealing my little brother away for the day or stealing my mom and dad and be like, we're going here and we're taking pictures (laughs) and we're going to get all those done. And then when those are finally done, so pictures will take longer than your your process still will. But then we got to submit to the government for copyrights. And on their webpage, the last time I looked, it could be different now. It said expect three to four months for them to send you back your piece of paper. And no, it's not necessary to do it, but I do it. I'm, I'm paranoid, so I'm not going to post or do anything until I get those pieces of paper. Or at least until their website tells me that they sent my piece of paper and I'm waiting for it to come in the mail. And then we'll do it. So I'm expecting next year sometime. Early next year. But you never know. For the new year. Mm-hmm. Holiday season's coming up. Yay! And your Christmas song is so cute. I just, I love, <laughs> I love that. And I don't know how how much you want to dig in. We don't have to go like track by track and talk about all the songs, but I particularly like that one, and I I particularly like uh, Charlene. Yeah, as well. I it's, love those too. Kind of been my favorite. But uh, are you want to ask me? You want me yeah. to tell you the story of Charlene, or do you want me to tell you the Christmas yeah. story? Uh, well, well, both. But okay. we only have. We only have so long. I don't know. Which which story do you feel like telling more? Well, I can tell them both the condensed version. How about that? Mm. If I start dragging on, just like snap your fingers or something. <laughs> but the Christmas song was actually made, because we talked about that one first. It was actually my brother's idea. So I, I go all out. for Oh, my God. We go all out for Christmas in our house. All out. There's not one room in that house where you won't find Christmas stuff. And the yard and the back room and everything. Hell, the inside of some cabinets even have <laughs> stuff. And uh, I was setting up the dining room table. And I do this big tablescape. And last year I had some brand new whiskey, whatever kind of glasses with like a printed Christmas scene on the front. They were old, but they were new to me. And uh, hashtag yard sales. <laughs> uh and i was sitting around and my little brother picks one up and he goes oh this is cool what is this this like a whiskey bourbon something christmas glass and i was like yeah it's a whiskey glass he goes oh he goes it looks pretty like like a holly jolly whiskey bourbon kind of glass and he goes wait and he looks at me spins around and he's like that is a christmas song and i said well if you like it text it to me right now the words you know that and then i'll make i promise i'll make you a song so he sent it to me and that night, I wrote the song for him. 
And I showed it to him the next day. And he's like, oh, I love that. you got to start doing that. And I was like, okay. So that's how Holly Jolly Whiskey Bourbon Christmas <laughs> was created. It was because my little brother didn't know what a whiskey glass looked like. <laughs> it's it's my favorite Christmas song. I will say Yay. that unequivocally. It's it's my new favorite Christmas song. And to all the people out there in, in podcast land, it's not like, yay, love Jingle Bells. It's like, you know, Christmas is hard when there's a whole family full of people. It's Sometimes you need a little... Um, something in your in your santa mug to help you get through it mm-hmm. but it's still fun and it's still loving but you just you just need a little something extra to help you get through that stressful time <laughs> liquid encouragement <laughs> yes and then charlene charlene might be my my favorite favoritist song it, it that and run and kind compete for which is my favorite on which day but charlene was made because i was playing a festival up north and oh god, I hope I don't get in trouble. <laughs> um, I was playing a music festival up north, and there was a bunch. It was a, it was a country music festival, and this was one of my first festivals ever. So I was talking to some of the other newer people and talking to them online, making friends. And this one guy I was talking to, we were I, friends, acquaintances, whatever you want to call. But then all of a sudden, he just one day sends me a really, 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 really long text message, and it was titled why you will die alone and it had dumb reasons like you don't smile enough or like when you're at the bar you don't go you don't let people take you out to dance or you know you don't wear makeup i'm like oh these are dumb but okay and i was like wait and i looked at the calendar and i'm like i see you in two days and then i looked at our bill um our playbill so like who plays at what time i saw he played right before me on a different stage, but they were close enough where he would come see me after his. And uh, I was like, I'm going to write a song about it. So I took all his reasons as to why I'm going to die alone, or at least some of them, because there was too many to count. And I crafted them into this this beautiful woman named Charlene. And then I wrote a song about why I will never be Charlene, or why Charlene will never be me. And then, yeah, I... I uh, at that festival, I saw him two days later, and he did come see my show, my set, and uh, I played the song for him in the front row, and he comes up to me at the end and goes, that's a really good song. I'm like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. He had no clue, not a clue in the world that I wrote that song from what he sent me, which I don't know is a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> but I got a good song out of it, so. It's a great song. It's 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 one of my favorites, and like like I said, all week i don't write songs to hurt other people or to be mean to other people right i write songs and i'm i'm not like a taylor swift either like old taylor swift you know where Mm -hmm. you write about all your exes just to like smash them in the ground i write songs for how i feel because i have ptsd and sometimes feeling a lot of times feeling is very 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 hard and i'm very good at introspection and i'm aware that i don't feel feelings or calculate feelings until i write them into a song so I was somewhere in the line of feeling bad for myself. This guy that I barely even know is like confirming that I'm going to die alone or that I'm no good for all these reasons. And I was like, well, you wait, you know what? Like that's, that's bull crap. And then that's why I wrote the song and that's why it came out. It wasn't like to bash him, even though, you know, in the end it did feel good that he didn't even realize it. But it was kind of for my own sake. And it's cool that other people can kind of relate to or feel from which what i write it's i still get excited when people clap when i sing my own songs at shows i'm like oh thank you Girl, you were making you were making me cry <laughs> i had to like uh with uh a handful of them you you know which ones the sad uh, ones the slow ones yeah uh i'm i'm straight up over here like trying not to cry because i'm like <laughs> I, I know what she was saying. I know why she wrote that song. I don't... <laughs> Sounds so presumptuous, but I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I get the, the, the feeling behind it. And hearing the stories, it just... Yeah, you got the download on every song. <laughs> it, it, it makes this... How do you even say that? Like, it, it makes it mean more. Yeah, and... You know, to know what the song's about. And you were... I appreciate you being patient and listening to that because I wanted... I, I felt that you were open to that, and that's why I told you the stories to every song before we started. So you kind of get 
Sometimes in the songs, I don't necessarily say what I'm trying to say super direct, but I wanted you to know like what the intent was. I keep hitting the mic. I'm sorry. What the intent was behind things, what my story is behind it. So you kind of know like in post what I'm looking for because you kind of know the backstory behind it. So the backstory, you know, so you can go forward with it. How about that? Feeling the feels. Yeah. Gotta feel the feels. Uh, as an artist, <laughs> which gets very complicated and almost a little dangerous sometimes mm-hmm. when you open yourself up to feeling other people's feelings, it, it can become very dangerous. So I'm, I'm very selective, let's put it that way, about whose feelings I'm willing to feel as well. It's that, that whole empathy mm-hmm. thing. I'm trying to become more, um, what's the word? Guarded? I don't, that sounds... Yeah, yeah, no, guard, like... guarded is the right word. Uh, tactical. There you go. Tactical empathy. One. Yes, being very selective about the feelings you're willing to feel and who's, especially who's, other people's feelings that you're willing to feel. Um, so, yeah, that just got deep. What the hell? <laughs> Welcome to Mindwave, kids. <laughs> We're talking about music. That's why it's okay. Yeah, it's it's the process. It's the the creative process is an amazing one, and people don't hear enough of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't think, which is why shows like this are so important. If you're enjoying this show, go subscribe on Patreon. Maybe, maybe just kidding. Okay, so I'm not. I'm not <laughs> just doing kidding, but that. not really. <laughs> but yeah, just kidding, but not really though. Seriously, go to Patreon. <laughs> Give me, buy me a sandwich. Please. <laughs> Please. He's very skinny, y'all. You gotta, you gotta feed him. <laughs> yeah, oh, <clears throat> I was trying to think. See, I didn't. I don't have notes or nothing. I was like, I don't even know where uh, I want to go. I just know that we need to squeeze out a podcast recording before you leave. <laughs> I got I got tomorrow's gig, and then I get to go back home to my own bed. I wish I could be one of those musicians that just goes on tour for like years and years and years, but I love my bed too much. <laughs> I can get, you can get maybe a good month out of me but by the end of that month I just want my bed <laughs> it's like it's like any person who goes on like a long vacation like yeah it's it's great being out there it is so much fun to be out on the road and singing shows to people but then like I just want to go to bed <laughs> I just want my comfy bed not somebody else's comfy bed same <laughs> yeah Bed's my favorite place to be, usually. Yes. Um, shit, I don't know. I wish I'd, like, prepared questions. More questions. That is too much like work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's planned out, and it sounds inauthentic. Right. It's like, well, hey, hey kids, it's a free podcast, so you get what you pay for. Well, I guess I could do some um, free for me advertising, shameless advertising, as I like to call it, in shows. So I did say I miss Sasha, but if you like what you hear from our podcast or you want to know more about me, uh, please come out and find me. I am anywhere you stream music. It's Miss M I S S S O S H A, and I have to say that because apparently, if you spell it wrong, you get a an award winning drag queen. <laughs> and that's not me. I've been told that a couple times. I haven't actually looked it up to say I, that, but that's what someone, a couple people have told me. But yes, S O S H A, and I have music out anywhere you listen to it, except for I did find out from a pen pal of mine that. Like, whatever streaming service they do have in prisons, it's not on there. Which is sad, because <laughs> everyone should have music. But, uh, and if you if you want to come find my website, because I have merch, and I do have a couple of singles for sale, it's at MissSashaMusic.com, same spelling. And, yeah, that's where I put my shows to find me, and I could really use some help finding places out of state to play, because, like I said, I do like being on the road, but I don't get to do it very often. And I do have an RV that is made just for that. <laughs> I take this. 
Oh, yeah, that's for sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> but yeah, and I have merchandise. You just got a nice, cool tanky top. I have a super cute tank top that I'm going to wear tomorrow. Yay. Um, dances with Wolves. Oh. oh, man. Oh, man. This is... this is. You want to hear the story behind that one? Beautiful. Please. <laughs> the, the listener definitely does. Yes. So Dances with Wolves. This one is kind of a long story, so tell me if I take too long. But so the shirt... It says Dance with Wolves, and it's got a pair of eyeballs, and uh, the eyeballs are from my very first wolf, and his name was Harley, and he was all-white Arctic timber wolf mixed with giant Alaskan Malmute. He was all-white, and he was a big old tough guy until he got to be like 12, and then he was a big baby. <laughs> and uh, the closest thing I think I've ever gotten to a soulmate is like with my dogs. I don't know, like not in a romantic way, but like we got each other. Does that make any sense? Like, not, not in a weird way. Don't come after me, people. <laughs> but I just, that dog was my, was my other best friend until he passed. And so the, the lyrics of, of Dancing with Wolves is barefoot on the plane. She's dancing barefoot on the plane with her wolves and they're her life and they're her protectors and they're, you know, they're everything a family is and that's because my family and my wolves are a pack I currently have two wolves and I have a pit bull <laughs> and a Belgian Malinois so we like dangerous dogs apparently uh but they they're all banded together and that's how I grew up I grew up barefoot with my dogs and like my brother would go missing on occasion and it's because he went to go take a nap in the wolves kennel with them <laughs> and uh so I just I just knew I had to and that was like the first song that I really sat down and was like, I'm going to write a song. I actually got bet by someone. Someone was like, I bet you couldn't write a small album. So he was like six songs. Six songs within a month and a half, I think he gave me. I bet you couldn't do that. And I was like, okay, I don't like to lose bets. So <laughs> I took his bet. And that one was one of the songs that came out of that, Dance with Wolves. And it was one of the only ones that I was like, God, this is actually super duper good. I think the other one was Chase Song, which is one I stream. We didn't redo it today, but it's out on the world. Excuse me, the web, if people want to listen to it. But with uh, Dances with Wolves, I was real happy, and I was like, oh, yeah, single artwork. It's the first time I've ever gotten to craft my own, like, artwork for, for my project. So I, um, <laughs> my dad's laughing because he knows. So my dad, my mom, and my brother were my photographers all on our phones. And then I had the two, just the two wolves, and we went on the mountain that's just across the way from our house. It's like 10 minutes away, not even. And we went, and we were like, sun, sundown. We got 45 minutes till sundown, so we'll get that golden hour to look cool, and I'll have the wolves walking with me. And yeah, um, it was like two hours, because we started early, and then we ended after golden hour ended. And um, we got one picture. <laughs> one. And that's because, and this is something I don't even... I was stupid enough not to think about was that they don't listen at home. The wolves don't listen at home. <laughs> what made me think that they'd listen on a mountain that they'd never been on before with all these unfamiliar sounds and smells and fun things for them to do. Yeah, we got we got one picture. So that's the picture on the website or on the artwork. And then my white wolf who had passed already before that, his his profile is hidden in the background somewhere i had to have him be a part of it in spirit so i have him kind of hidden in there too so i have my three wolves in a picture with me i love that <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> yeah that is way too easy to get choked up talking <laughs> to, talking to he's over like here that. on misty eyed and i'm here like stone cold yeah. <laughs> um you mentioned your brother briefly. Did did you want to? Sure. Your brother. Sure. Oh, I, I'm I gonna say. Know, is that too too much too deep? Uh, like I said, mm -hmm. I have PTSD, so emotions are like not a thing for me most of the time, except for music, which is why I do music. It's for healing myself. But uh, my little brother. Hi, Chayton. He probably won't listen, unfortunately, because he only watches YouTube. But <laughs> I'm saying hi anyways, and uh. I wrote a song about him. It's called Chase Song. It is one of the three singles. I am shamelessly advertising a lot. I am sorry, people. 
but I wrote the song because my little brother, he's 21 now, but when he was 10, he almost died of brain cancer. So he was 10 and it was right after Christmas. So he actually never came back to school after Christmas break. But, um, and I remember it was New Year's. We always do like a big fancy, like smorgasbord on New Year's. And, uh, he was carrying down, it was fruit pizza. So, you know, it's got all these berries and chocolate sauce and all this. And he tripped going down the stairs and he got it everywhere. And we were like, why did you trip? What, what, what happened? He goes, I don't know. I, I don't know. And then it, we found out later that in school he was running into walls and stuff for no reason. But we found out he never went back to school after Christmas break because he started getting sick. He said he had a headache all the time. And then it was, he was constantly throwing up. So I don't know a better verbiage to use. He was constantly sick. And it was just every, it'd be like solid three days of this. And then he'd be okay for a day. And we're like, oh, he's better. And then it would be like three more. And I will never forgive myself for this. But I was convinced for a long time he was faking it because he's the baby brother, you know, and he could be getting bullied at school and not want to go. And so I was complaining about, because we'd share the air mattress because he was sick and then he'd end up sleeping on top of me and then I wouldn't get sleep. And this was, I was a freshman in high school and I'm not getting sleep, so I'm complaining, you know? And uh, turns out all this time he's slowly dying. He um, had two brain tumors. One of them, if anyone knows the anatomy of the brain, your brain is spinal fluid and it drains down the center. He had one blocking one, the third ventricle, so the third drain basically from the top down. Of, and so all he was doing was building up spinal fluid in his head, which is why he had a headache. It was compressing his brain. And uh, they said, finally, well, my dad took him in two or three times. And one time it was like, oh, it's a sinus infection. Oh, it's the flu. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. So finally, by the last time, my dad took my brother to the doctor and was like, you are giving him a brain scan and we are not leaving until you do. And I think I went with you to that appointment or maybe that brain scan was scheduled later that day because I went to the brain scan and the brain scan was like 15 minutes away from the house. And by the time we got home, my dad was literally, I just got my jacket off. I was in the kitchen. My dad was in the mudroom area, you know, right off the garage and he was taking off his jacket. Hadn't even got his jacket off yet. And the doctor was calling and he, um, he goes, told my mom something along the lines of and sorry this is explicit but he's like get your get get your shit get dressed we're going to the hospital and my mom's like what and he goes they said he's a brain tumor and they're going to have the oncology team and a surgeon meet us at children's hospital and he goes the and we had dinner in the oven and they said get dinner out of the oven don't sit down and watch a movie don't eat get your shit and get to the hospital and so <laughs> I remember this because it was funny <laughs> at the time, <laughs> or looking back now it is, but back at the, the time it wasn't. My mom was in her pajamas and she goes in her closet and I, she's just looking around. And I was like, what's taking her so long? She's running around her closet going, close, close. I don't have clothes, close, close. And she's in her closet, which is full of clothes. <laughs> I don't have clothes, I don't have clothes. So finally my dad like throws an outfit at her or something while I'm getting my brother, I'm getting his favorite stuffed animal, I'm getting his blanket. And we all get in the car and we ended up in Children's Hospital. I think you broke the record and maybe some speed limits back then. <laughs> that was years ago. <laughs> that was some years ago now, so it's okay to say it. But we made it very quickly. <laughs> and uh, they, they did. They met us with a surgeon and they met us with the oncology team and all that stuff. And they had me stay in the room with my brother because I was a freshman. And so I was a child in the doctor's eyes. And they had me stay with him, and they took my parents out, and they said something along the lines of, if you do not allow me to have do put in a, a, a drain, basically, it's called a shunt, a, a drain in his brain to get rid of this fluid, I will not be able to sleep tonight because he will not make it. He will go to sleep, and he will not wake up. So, they did the surgery, and after they got him stabilized with the shunt, they started chemo right away, and then my family my parents opted to do proton radiation which at the time was a very rare thing now it's more widely spread throughout the country and uh what's that would we celebrate 10 years 10 years this year in january and uh he's always going to have problems because they did brain surgery and any and just about anyone who knows anything about brain surgery will say as soon as they dig into your brain, your brain stops developing to a certain extent. 
but he's still here and he's my other best friend. My family's my best friend, guys, and we're blessed to have him. I think it was an act of God that he's still here because for real, they said he was within hours of not, not waking up the next morning. And so I wrote a song about it, and like I talked about a little bit earlier, it feels like forever ago now, but um, I, I wrote kind of about my process of grieving and how I feel guilty for a lot of things still. And it's alternate title, it's called Che's Song, but it's alternate title is Why Him, Lord? Because he, out of the two of us, out of the siblings, is the better person. He is kinder, he is sweeter, he sees the good in people. And I am the opposite in a lot of ways. I am a butthole and I do not have faith in people very often. And I am the protector of the two, so I'm harder and he's softer. And so I always never understood why, out of the two of us, why it was him that has to go through all that. And why I got to be fine. And even now, like, he's going through all of these latent effects from this stuff. Like, he's got neuropathy really bad in his feet and his legs. And he can't walk very well because he can't bend his ankles very well because of neuropathy. And, you know, like we said, he, um, he has other effects. Like, he can't look up any, at all. And he's got a lazy eye sometimes when he's tired because his other brain tumor was on his optical nerve. And here I am, perfectly fine human being. And... He's still the better out of a human after all this crap he had to go through. He's still the better person of the two of us. He's, and he's more faithful and he's more, he's just, he's a little angel on earth. He's not little. <laughs> he's like six foot and like, how, how, to about two, dad says 250. He's about 250. So he's not my little brother in a literal sense, but he's my kid brother. But he's, he's. He's a little angel, and I think he's got a reason he's here. And I think my reason I'm here is just to protect him and help him do whatever he's supposed to do. But yeah, I wrote a song about it. <laughs> Go listen right. right now, good right. listener. <laughs> just be prepared. It is, it is a deep song. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 get to, I get to hear it, and... Um, an amazing story thank you thank you for sharing that story not just with me but um now with the whole world the yeah. whole world gets to hear that story sorry now. i drug everybody down i know it's sad i'll be <sighs> happy now made people really upset probably i'm sorry we do celebrate life every yes day of the day. yep yep on his and his anniversary that his tumor was discovered and the day he had to go through surgery and all that, we um we do like a celebration of life. And to some people that mean they do celebrations of life after the person is dead. And we do it every year that he's since that day because he's still alive. It's a celebration of his life. Cause like I said, he was within hours. And when the doctor tells you he's within hours, like that doctors don't tell you that at all. So you know that it was not that great so then we, yeah we take the time and like <laughs> i feel bad for my parents because it's right after christmas <laughs> it's like christmas is the 25th and his anniversary is january 28th so you get a month and we do presents and we celebrate kind of like a birthday so like if he wants like a dessert or something or if he wants to go out to eat or whatever we'll do it so he gets two birthdays <laughs> right but yeah, so we celebrate it and we try to make sure that he feels important because even though going through cancer, I found, you know, it is a very, he wasn't alone at any point. He was never alone. We always had someone with him, but he feels alone because he's the only one that goes through it, you know, and he doesn't, and maybe I could be wrong and maybe there's someone else out there in computer land that can agree or disagree, but there's not a lot of ways that a person can explain how they're feeling when it's something foreign inside themselves is kind of what I picked up. So he felt alone because he was the only one going through it. And he probably still feels alone sometimes because he's the only one experiencing these after effects of this, you know, chemotherapy that is killing you but saving you at the same time. And then radiation, which is killing you but saving you at the same time. 
but so we try to make him feel like he's important like I left him for this week and he's feeding the dogs for me so I got him I found his favorite one of his favorite tv shows on disc like the whole season and I bought it for him and I was like this is for watching the dogs for me thank you and that made him feel good and I'm glad and he's like he already had me buy the rest of the series with him so like when we get home he's like yeah we're gonna sit there and we're gonna have it be our, our tv time together and we're gonna watch it and it's gonna be great and I'm like okay okay we need tv time and i don't know too many 25 and 21 year olds that just sit and watch fraggle rock together <laughs> but i like it and he does too right yeah like the old fraggle rock not the new one that's out the old one. Oh yeah they redid it on apple i know but right can, are they going to hear you with your microphone down there and you're talking about it? I'm over here. Yeah, yeah. So sorry. Fraggle Rock. We were... Fraggle Rock. God damn it. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot I'm hosting the show. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I can ramble. I, if you let uh, me, I'll just ramble forever. Well, you might consider starting a podcast. Uh, just saying, if you're the kind of person who, who who does that, I mean, that's one of the many reasons that I started mine, aside from the music skills, but your music skills would <laughs> <laughs> translate as well, and you can use your own work in, in your work, but the world wants to know. <laughs> the world wants to know about Misajo. We'll see, we'll see if that's true after this comes out. <laughs> She wants to go for a walk. And it has been a very long day. It has. It's but we got a lot seven. done. We got a phenomenal amount done today. And I'm extremely proud of all of us, frankly. Yes. Uh, baby included. Yes. For powering through and creating an amazing fucking album. Yes. Which hopefully you will be able to hear soon, good listener. Yeah, someday. I'm not gonna someday keep it. I'm not soon. just gonna keep it. It'll be out. Just you gotta wait for the government to come mm. back. Do all the paperwork and yes, and pay them else. money. You gotta pay them money to tell them it's yours. But how dumb is that? Better safe than sorry, I suppose. Cause these are my children. These sons are my children. So I gotta protect them from evildoers. Do you have anything to add to the Thank podcast, Princess Leia? Thank you for Licks. She says she loves you all. <laughs> yes. Leia says hi. Hi, everyone. But, oh, uh, would you look at that? We're already at 53. Woo! We, we I don't know. Do we do we want to think of something happier maybe to end it on? I feel right? like I've just, just thinking dragged people okay. down for the last hour. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, people. Uh, if you've listened this long... Text Jenner and he'll give you a gold star or something. I don't know. <laughs> he'll give you a sticker. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I wanted the album to be. It's all a lot real songs, you know. It's life. So there's, unfortunately, I think I have about equal fast songs and slow songs, but it's life. It's how it is. There's good and there's bad and. I just have to put them together in an arrangement with people's help that isn't all the slow songs at one time and all the fast songs at one time. But yeah, it's been fun. We've done a lot. lot today. I feel f- I feel so bad for, for you and my dad because you had to sit there and like you had to tweak little tiny things while I was like, fix this and fix this and do this. And then my dad just had to sit here and wait for me to hand him the headphones and say, listen, please. But, Daddy, I have to say you were very, very helpful. I have to thank you again where people can hear it forever and ever. So there's no doubt that I appreciate you because you were my fresh ears. And like I've said a thousand times to Jenner, he's the only other person who's probably 
has the best idea of what I want because he's heard every version of the song I've ever done except for the one where I wrote it in my bedroom by myself at two o'clock in the morning. He's heard every time I've done it at a live show and he's the one that usually reminds me, hey, you haven't played any of your songs in a while. Might want to put one of those in. <laughs> so he's listened to it, everything, and so many times. And like I said, he's never said he's sick of it. He probably is now, like I am, but... <laughs> He's so thank you, Daddy, for sitting in here. I know it was probably boring as hell for you, but I appreciate you for it, Mr. Fresh Ears. <clears throat> He's nodding his head yes. Like you're welcome. <laughs> you're both tremendously lucky to have each other. Yeah, um, I'd say so. That sounded conceited, but yes, thank you. <laughs> no, as as an artist, I mean, it, it's so important to have some kind of support mm -hmm. you know going somebody who cares about your work and um and i don't i'm going to interrupt again, you for one second thank you <laughs> thank you is i have to make sure that it's known too that you know it's not just my i'm i'm blessed all around because every single one of my family members my mom my brother my grandma my dad everyone is super super supportive of what i do and they are always behind me a thousand percent he comes with me everywhere but my mom and my brother stay home to watch the dogs but they're always cheering me on so i've I am a thousand percent blessed that I have a whole entire family that lets me do this. Like, you know, I don't don't bring in a lot of money very often, but they let me stay at home. <laughs> they let me work off work off rent, you know, kinda cleaning up the house and stuff and they let me they don't they don't get mad when there's a little dry spell in gigs as long as I help around the house. So I'm I'm incredibly blessed and they're not they're not forcing things upon me and Every, like I said, everyone in my house supported. My little brother, like like I said, helped me write the song. And my mom has ghostwritten a couple of songs with me. And it's it, it's cool. It's like a family thing. And like the Christmas album, everyone's going to be on it. I'm going to make them be on it. So then everybody's yes. represented in one song. That is going to just be so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great Christmas song. It is. It's but having everybody in it, because you have... A wonderful loving family that supports what you do <clears throat> don't cry <laughs> stop it um we don't have tissues really really special to in include as many as we can yeah everybody, everybody gets to be on it and that's oh, it's, it's so pure christmas magic i and, cannot wait for that and, and and even more than that i i don't want to sound like i'm bragging but i like to share or be aware of all the good things in my life and you know because of how great my dad is that's how I met my mentor and they Rowdy Johnson and his family have become our extended family and you know they're on our side and support us and I can't tell you how much advi free advice he's given me throughout the years and how he's like kind of steered me in directions and he's always like you can you can totally choose not to listen to me but here's what I've learned or here's what works mm -hmm. for me and so, and that's just because him and my dad are really similar, so they got along. And then I kind of just like, hey, I, I want to do music too. <laughs> and that's how I got in the band, and that's how I learned how to do this. And so it's kind of the family extends, and the good comes around, and the, both the both the big men, big bald men keep away the bad people. <laughs> and, and allow me to... I don't want to. I don't want to sound cliche. But allow me to have those creative little butterfly wings and flap around and play music and be happy and diddly and ditzy and they keep me safe. <clears throat> well, Miss Sasha, you are now a part of the Studio Stargazer family Yay! too, and. Uh, it was an absolute honor and a privilege to be able to produce you, and to thank you for trusting me. Well, don't say was, because you're not done yet. That much. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a couple more runs, but, but, um, yeah, it was a, it was a little bit of a leap of faith, trusting me to do this for you, and I I, I thank you for that. Uh, honor well, and a thank privilege. You too. I... It's an amazing project. Okay, and we had fun and. I like that we were able to bounce ideas off each other and mm -hmm. 
we worked. Uh, maybe our methods wouldn't work for other people, but we worked for each other. <laughs> our craziness kind of meshed together and made one. And it's gonna, it's gonna be good. I really, I mean it when I say I'm excited for this. I really am. I just, I wish I didn't have to wait so long for those pieces of paper and <laughs> just share it with the world. But maybe by then we'll not be so antsy, and then it'll be even better because we'll be able to sit on it. And be able to fully express the meaning of it, I guess. There's just plenty of time to, to go over uh, a million more times and... Woohoo! That'd be you. <laughs> I can't do it no more! No more, please! No, I was very open about that. I'm like, please critique. Please go, you know, granular. Right down to the grain. He didn't exactly. expect and, me to actually do it. Phenomenally <laughs> helpful of going like that specific second. Right there, something needs to happen right there, mm-hmm. and then boom, we did it, and, it, mm-hmm. and it, it, it works. I don't know many people that would sit there for like three, I think we spent seriously three hours on one song yesterday. <laughs> I don't know many people that would do that, so I appreciate it. I really, really do, and this is gonna be great, and listen to Jenner when he says to follow him and stuff. He needs a sandwich. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dad, uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> and Princess Leia needs food too, so yes. help out a help out a, a cute little doggo. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If you know anybody, I'm I'm around. MissSashaMusic.com or MissSashaMusic at gmail.com if you want to inquire about me playing your event. I do just about anything. I've never done a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah, but I'd be willing to try. <laughs> or a quinceanera. <laughs> yes. But I only I only do country music, and it's really only 60s to 90s and original. So please don't ask me to play outside of that, because you're going to be very, very um, upset with me, and I don't want to be upset. <laughs> I don't want people upset with me for it. Well... This has just been amazing. Thank you for gracing us with your presence yeah. and for doing the podcast bit too. Cause I hope it's, it's good. It's, I don't know. Oh, I hope. Oh, it's gold. Hope I didn't put my foot in my mouth more than gold. once. I feel like a little ball of awkward right now. So I hope it was okay. <laughs> it was. It was awesome. Yay! It was awesome. We okay. hit our hour, so I I will let you guys get home and okay. Thank you. Yeah, get and fed and yeah, you too. You need food. All that stuff. And and yeah. thank you for having me. And if people listened all the way through and didn't get didn't quit when they started feeling feelings earlier, thank you. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and month and year and whatever. Catch you down the road. Yeah, catch you down the road. And if you're feeling like no one loves you, I promise they do. And there's someone, even if it feels like there's no one, there's someone out there, I promise. So, thank you. be happy and thank you guys so much. And thank you, Jenner. And the album will be out someday. And I'm Miss Sasha. And I, I'm going to close out for you, I guess. But I'm Miss Sasha. And that's Jenner. And Steve, my dad, was in the background. And Princess Leia is over there on the couch. And thank you guys so much. And I don't know what else to say, but I hope you guys have a great day. And goodbye. They call her name She's never alone Even when things change Cause she dances with wolves They have her name They seem wild But really not Loyal to the bone They are her home They are her friends and family too She'd die for them, for she'd fight for you She dances with wolves barefoot on the plain They know her face, 
they call her name She's never alone Even when things change Cause she dances with wolves They howl her If she goes to war, she knows they'll be always with her, never to flee. She dances with wolves barefoot on that plane. They know her face. They call her name. She's never a They have her name. Yes, she dances with wolves. They call her name. Oh, she dances with wolves. They scream her name. Music written, composed, and performed by me, Miss Sasha. Check me out at MissSashaMusic.com on any social media and anywhere you stream your music. Produced by Studio Stargazer. Copyright 2023. <laughs> Studio.